Now, I didn't really appreciate that drags might have a different interpretation. <laughs> it cancelled our access because, in their words, someone had constantly been watching smut on the internet. I, I don't really want to because of at the minute, in the next room, my brother's with his girlfriend, so if I shout keepers really loud, that's not going to give a good impression of me. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to episode 14 of the Rematch podcast. I'm Sam, your host for this week, and I'm joined by Ollie, Dan, Adam and Cam. With Cheltenham Festival and St Patrick's Day happening last week, I'm hoping to have a bit more luck than last week's host Cameron. And you might be wondering why there was no podcast last Tuesday, and that's because it didn't record. Which is a shame, isn't it, Cam? What went wrong, mate? Well, it wasn't my fault. Don't get get me wrong, that makes it sound like I forgot to press record or something, which certainly that didn't happen. In fact, I don't think any of us forgot it was just a case of it didn't work i suppose i don't know i don't know how how zoom zoom recordings work but but yeah no it didn't i think it's fair to say that you were also relieved it didn't record Uh, well i don't know about that it was i think it was possibly the best episode we've ever done so i think (laughs) listeners have have missed out on some uh some uh some tales that we told Um, and last week's podcast in three words come (laughs) i don't think you can (laughs) I could sort of in two. Shit show. <laughs> <laughs> There's the rating again. Yeah. <laughs> How long did we last this week? <laughs> I, I think we need to do some sort of warning each episode. <laughs> you, you may hear some bad language and some adult themes or whatever it's meant to be said. Uh, okay, so we'll just crack straight into this one then. It's been one whole year since the nation was put into lockdown. 366 days of sitting at home watching Netflix and wondering when you'll be able to see your mates again without checking the gov.uk website first. Uh, to celebrate a whole year of COVID-19 in the UK, I've asked the lads if they've ever celebrated something weird or have had a poor birthday celebration. So I gave you these two days in advance, lads, because some of these are quite difficult questions. Who wants to kick us off? Who can kick us off? Uh, I've got something for this one, actually. Oh, go on then, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> An hour ago, I, this is the only question that I had. So <laughs> um, I, I can't ask, answer the first part of your question, unfortunately, which was celebrating anything weird. I don't think I've ever celebrated, apart from maybe like an equaliser and then we've gone on to lose or something, either playing or watching a team. What um, about that but... uh, Sheffield United game when you were all, if you're not bouncing, you <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell oh, me, don't. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I, I've had some fairly, I wouldn't say, they're not like awful birthdays, but like, some subpar birthdays, I would say. So, like last year, I think everyone had a pretty crap birthday because it was in lockdown. Um, but then the year before that, my my twentieth birthday, I basically was practically ready for going home from from uni, and um, and basically, I don't I don't know how, but my card basically flashed up, and it was uh, Santander telling me that someone had been trying to use my card. Um, and so I was like, right, well, we'll cancel that then. Cancel, cancel my card. And then they asked me, oh, what, uh, where do you, which Santander do you want to send it to? And I just went, well, the one in Middlesbrough won't take that long. Ended up taking like two weeks. So I ended up staying in Middlesbrough, not knowing how long it was going to take. So and that uh, crossed over my birthday. So I was in the house all on my own on my for my twentieth birthday, um, oh. which is it's a bit, it was my own stupidity because I should have just like bit the bullet and let it go back to back to work so, but I thought oh no I'll just get it I'll get it delivered up here it'll not be that long how did so, you yeah. celebrate um 
<laughs> there wasn't much to celebrate around that that time, to be honest, Sam, that, in that year. Um, and then to be fair, the, the year before, um, uh, it wasn't on my birthday, but the day after my birthday, I had the operation on my leg. So I spent the whole day not being able to really do anything because I could, well, I, I think I couldn't eat anything from like a certain time in the afternoon before my mm. operation because it was early in the morning. So, so yeah, that wasn't, well, that was a birthday where I had to be pretty cautious. I couldn't just go out and have a drink or all like that. So, yeah, a uh, couple of... Wait, hang on. You put your operation on your, on your leg, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You couldn't eat at certain Yeah, times. yeah that's pretty standard before an operation. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It, it was like, it was probably only from like after four, four o'clock, something like that. What what does that affect with your leg? How does it affect you? I think it's the general anaesthetic they give you rather than just yeah. a, a part of oh, the anatomy. Right, <laughs> yeah. But, well, yeah. Well, I definitely couldn't go out and have a and get pissed up, could I? <laughs> um, Not yeah. particularly, no. No. Get get good Sheffield, get pissed up, and then get to Sheffield Hospital early because I'm because of the intoxication. Well, get me bed. <laughs> get me bed early. Everyone's got an Achilles heel. <laughs> Has anyone else had any poor celebrations? So the night before my birthday, a couple of years ago, I was playing football and ended up uh, el- getting elbowed in the eye. So there was like, blood pouring all over the place. And everything. I think you still remember this, actually. So I'm pretty sure I sent some mm. pictures on the on the mm. night when I was in the car on the way to the hospital. <laughs> and then uh, I had to get stitches at the hospital. So on my birthday, like literally, I had to wear an eye patch. I ended up cancelling like, all my birthday plans and everything like that. So it was it was pretty pretty boring I, I didn't do anything on my birthday other than look out of one eye and another one that i thought of as well was actually finishing uni that was supposed to be a celebration mm. but well that would I'm have been sure. yeah that, like a year pressed, ago wasn't it yeah i think i pressed submit on my I, like my uh i pressed submit and that was it on your what dan yeah on my laptop yeah and then that was it it was just gone <laughs> All that hard work for literally like a year. Yeah. I, I think uh, I went on set my mum and dad and went, I've finished. Well, that's oh, it. That's good. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. I remember being in uni the uh, week before live week and I think you were working from home, Dan, because you'd got a fancy laptop and could do it from home. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas we were all in the cook building, I think it was, wasn't it, in uni? And just, I think we were all saying, why are we still in here? Like, I hadn't been to the gym that week because I knew it would just be festering with COVID. I just hadn't done anything. And yet every day I was coming into uni to work on a final major project. They then gave us an extension for that they didn't tell us until the last minute. Yeah. Absolute shambles. Adam, did you have a story? Uh, yeah, mine's not. Uh, it's it's it isn't to birthdays of Christmas, but um, you you'll know be familiar with a with a friend of mine called Peter Dill because he was like the only person I ever interviewed for any uni thing. Um, <laughs> but he was uh, he's a footballer in America. He's playing in this country for he's played for Derby and Peterborough and and, and Notts County. And when he was at Notts County, he um, he he told us a, a group of friends it was him, me, and. And two of these went, lads, I'm going to get my first start in the youth team on Saturday. I've been told I'm definitely starting for the youth team on Saturday. Come and watch me. And as it, and it, and it, and as it happened, the first team were at home the same day. I was like, perfect, well, we'll go and watch you in the morning. And then we'll go over to watch the Notts match in the afternoon. So me, uh, a lad called Jackson and I called Ollie, went to go and watch him play in the youth team. Uh, we, we got there. And, uh, and you know, Paul Hart is, don't you? He was, he was a manager at the time of the, of the Notts youth mm. team. And he... Um, I thought, oh, this is this is quite this is quite a thing. Well, like, well done, mate. And then we got there before Peter, which we thought in itself was a bit odd. 
he then came up to us and said, "Oh, I've been told I'm on the bench now, lads, but I've been told <laughs> that I've been told that I'll that I'll definitely make it on." I was like, "Oh, brilliant, mate! Got you, got you." Um, you can probably guess where guess where this is going. He didn't he didn't make it on the pitch, <laughs> but because um, I um, I I told my mum and dad what was happening for the day, obviously they went, "Oh well, we'll um, we'll invite everyone round Saturday night." Or then um, at Google Lads, I have a little you know like a mini sort of like not not it's not a celebration as such, but you know just like a like, like a well done sort of thing. Um, and that and that still happened. So we uh, had you know pizzas, a few drinks um, to celebrate Peter not playing for the team that day. <laughs> oh dear. So mine was my uh, year six leavers party. I mean, it was it was all set up to be a brilliant day. We had games. There was food that people had brought in, drinks, and that was until one of the um, teaching assistants collapsed onto a table, and the um, party got cancelled. So we all went home and. Over ten years on, um, I've still not forgiven it. So, if, so if anybody from my year six class fancies a reunion to um, <laughs> have that leavers party again, I'm I'm more than up for that. So, in the past seven days, we've had Cheltenham Festival, St Patrick's Day, and the day this podcast airs is National Near Miss Day. It's one of those uh, national days that just seems to fall on some random day of the year. I mean, I've got a few uh, lined up. Adam, I know your birthday is soon, the 31st of March. That also happens to be uh, seven national days, uh, including National Clams on the Half Shell Day, National Bunsen Burner Day, and National Little Red Wagon Day. So you can enjoy them on your birthday as well. Thanks, I will. I like Bunsen Burner on your birthday. Um, so I want to know what are the biggest look stories you've ever had or from someone you know I ain't got many for this one so I'll start off with mine which I think is probably the worst and, and maybe the best it's a little bit softer the first so I'm going to go with my luckiest thing is doing a three year uni course with people I actually enjoyed spending time with and I count that as quite lucky especially when I look at other years as well o- Ollie I've, I've got the same thing down <laughs> you actually oh. I, I, I actually have my other thing was I had Mrs. But, Milner on at Cheltenham, which was <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I say it was quite a long shot with how I actually ended up like meeting you all. Because first of all, like, I stayed back and did a third year at college. Otherwise, I'd have been the year above at uni. Mm-hmm. And originally, I was also enrolled in Durham Uni doing teaching. And then one day, like, I just completely bottled it and ended up choosing to do sports journalism at Teesside Uni. And then uni, let's be honest. It, the friendship groups were kind of dictated straight away upon where you sat in the room yeah. on that first enrolment day. I don't know some came yeah. a little bit later, like a couple of days. At the in, in, in Is this the part way. where you tell me I'm still not a part of the friendship group? You don't know, Sam. But to be fair, it could have been so different, couldn't it? And I, I'd say that you've all played a huge part in, like, obviously helping me through uni. We had a great laugh in uni, and now, like, outside of uni, like with what we're all doing, we're all doing well aren't we really we're all doing quite quite well so i'd say on a similar sort of thing i'll just i kind of say that that it it literally was dictated by the first day because i the first um sort of thing we had was in was in a computer room towards the middle of the tower and i'm getting there early and it just so happened the next person to arrive was cameron now that it could have been anybody really (laughs) i could have ended up being friends with god knows who but it's the fact that Cameron was next was was next there, and he walked up to the seventh floor, and he was absolutely fucking knackered. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was that easy, helmet. It's quite interesting what Dan said because I think I think we probably all have a bit of a, a story of why just simply why we went to Teesside at that year to do that particular course because mine is completely random. 
I, I to this day don't know why I picked two side. It was just that I think I'd not really looked into what unis did sport journalism because I knew I, that's what I wanted to do. I'd, I'd been to Salford, so I've looked around, but they didn't do sport journalism. It was just like journalism and then a little bit of sport. Um, and I knew it. <laughs> well, ba- basically, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it would have been a degree in journalism. It wouldn't have been a degree in sport journalism. Um, but I was, I always put, I was always going to put the two Sheffield unis down on the application. And then randomly, I was just clicking on unis that weren't too far away, and I could have easily picked Huddersfield and Lee Trinity to have to do sports journalism out instead of Teesside and and then it could have been completely different. I think the only reason why I sort of looked at Teesside fairly early in my search was just because I'd, or my mum had lived in North Yorkshire, I'd been to Middlesbrough a couple of times, seemed alright, um, but but I don't really know why I picked it so again it, for me that was quite quite lucky I suppose and, uh, and yeah and I imagine everyone, I imagine all of us have got a story like that, why we've Maybe, maybe well, not I mean, why I picked Teesside, but... I picked it because we got offered free press passes. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. <laughs> yes, so I ended up at Teesside because Paul lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> For my lucky, a, d- a day that just springs of luck was actually a birthday one. I remember my birthday on the second year of uni when I came round your house, Ollie, Adam and camp to watch Everton versus Palace um, a bit of a contrast to the day before which was uh, Notts County against Bury and less said about Wee. that game the better eh, Adam well to be fair Sam who's the winner in the long term <laughs> I don't think either of you have won from that so from, from that day I don't think either of you can consider yourselves winners <laughs> but a 4-0 defeat on the 20th of October uh, and then the day later, I went round and won £300 thanks to uh, my dad's work. So you pick a team to win each week and then the winner takes the pot at the end. And the day before, Bournemouth had gone out, who was someone else's pick. And it was just me left, but Everton, because they played the Sunday, they had to beat Palace. I remember Jordan Pickford saving a first half penalty, to which Ollie jumped up, celebrated, went, yes, get in. Palace have got a penalty against Everton. Then immediately turned to me and went, sorry, Sam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then Jordan Pickford saved it and then an 87th minute goal from Calvert-Lewin and an 89th minute goal from Chenk Tossen means that I banked myself 300 quid which wasn't a bad birthday and just screams of a day of pure luck to me I won, I won £100 twice on scratch card but that's about it to be honest <laughs> it's still quite lucky to do it twice uh, I, I sort of won I, know, I vaguely know someone that won the car on the McDonald's Monopoly like the mini or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. made up. That is some um, claim, that can. Yeah, no, I've, it's just come to me now. Um, it, I, I, I briefly know them because they one of my nan's neighbours and um, they sometimes offer to sort of help her out a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I've I've spoke to them a few times and, um, and yeah, I mean, one, I don't know how many it had been, probably would have been three, three or four years ago. I can remember my nan telling me that because she doesn't really, she doesn't go to McDonald's or anything, so... She doesn't really know what it what it meant, um, but obviously she knew that they won a car. And I was like, well, I've never seen anyone win anything other than a McFlurry or an apple pie at <laughs> McDonald's Monopoly. So, uh, so yeah, pretty mental. That's a bit of a point, isn't it? Does, does mm. anyone old ever go to McDonald's? I've never seen anyone old there. Does anyone My mum and dad. And they get on. I don't. I don't. Never seen anyone old in McDonald's. My nan's been to Burger King before a Wednesday game. 
She'd, ne- she'd never been to, she'd never been to Wednesday game before. And we, we dragged her into Burger King. <laughs> you dragged her into Burger King. Whatsoever. You dragged her in as if well, she really don't want to go not, in. <laughs> well, she, she, had, she had to have something to eat. Um, I don't know. Probably just probably just uh, uh, a whopper or something. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was going to say cheeseburger, but they don't don't really do cheeseburgers, do they? There, it's a whopper or. Whopper or note? Did she enjoy it? Um, I think so. I think she enjoyed Will Keane's penalty more to equalise against Cardiff. <laughs> this week is the return of one of the most highly anticipated TV dramas with BBC's Line of Duty back on our screens for a sixth season. The police crime series racked up an average viewership of 12.85 million and it is currently ranked the best cop show of all time. Um, we're excited for season six, boys. And coppers. I've never, I've never watched it. Oh, what? No. Yeah, I don't I've, think... See, I've, 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 seen bits on, I've seen bits on Gogglebox and I've been like, <laughs> oh, that looks good. But I've never actually got around to, to watching it. I just wish they'd bring them all out at once rather than... Yeah, I agree. And I'm, Wait, I'd, I'm I'd like it if it was um, day after day rather than week after week. So you just had a full week if it was episode one on a Monday yeah. and then you could watch it. Week's week's that, yeah. yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, smarter. I'll see you looking forward to it then, Adam. Oh, to be honest, I haven't have watched it. It's it, one of the things on, on the list of things that I think eventually I will watch that. It's just, uh, with things like that, I always just get annoyed that if you watch it as it is, then you get then at the end of the series and you think, well, you, I want to know what happens next. Then you've got to wait for like, like a year. So like so like in lockdown, I've watched all of Sherlock and all of Luther, for example, mm. because I just think I'd rather watch it when, when it's all finished, I'll watch it all in one go. So I'm probably going to do the same thing with Line of Duty. So along those lines, have you ever been in trouble with the police? Or do you know any police stories at all that are interesting, like having to grasp someone up? I'll go first, shall I? Okay, so, so mine don't entirely involve the actual police, but um, but they do involve me trying to be detective on things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so was, well, after watching I'll, Sherlock? <laughs> uh, sort of, mate, not really, no. Uh, this is when I was going through school. So the first one was when I was in, uh, I think, year eight, maybe. Uh, and what we used to do every lunchtime, we'd have our lunch in the in the in the dinner hall, and then we'd go and put our bags in our tutor room, and then go outside. But then the teacher started kicking off, saying you're not allowed up here at lunchtime, so, you know, being jobs worth stuff like that. So I said, well, I'll, I'll fine, I'll take it outside then, really passively aggressively, as you, I'm sure you can hear me <laughs> saying. Um, but I didn't realise that the reason for that is because there was a there was a there was a thief going around the school nicking money, exactly. So I thought, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play on this. So the next time I defied what the teacher said and I put I put my bag in the tutor room, deliberately leaving money in my wallet to see if it was still there the next day. And would you believe it? It wasn't there the next day. So I thought, oh, I got I need to work out who this is. So I spoke to the tutor who had a go at me about um, <laughs> leaving my bag upstairs. Like, well, that, this is going on. You need to like keep a lookout during lunchtime. So we worked out who it was. Uh, I'm not going to name any names. But then about a week later, there was, uh, there was a, the, the whole school were called to, to an assembly, an, an emergency assembly, because a thief, we didn't know if it was the same person or not, had been stealing from the teachers, can you believe? It's one of the French teachers, Mr. Hashby, who um, was very funny when he said in his French accent, I'll give you a detention, but I'm not going to do it because it probably would be racist. But just imagine it. 
um, he was getting money nicked at, at lunchtime from, from someone. And we worked out through my expertise that it was the same person. So um, that was quite a, quite a heist, I'd say. So this, this also doesn't involve the police, but um, it, it does involve me getting told off by people of a higher authority. Uh, I was in, I think I've told this all, all before, but I was in Weatherspoons perhaps two and a half years ago. And one of the friends around the table did the stupid mistake of putting their table number on their Snapchat story. Uh, and then some quite well-off friend of mine who could afford to play pranks like this um, just kept <laughs> buying loads of ridiculous, ridiculous things to the table. So we bought everybody a glass of milk at like half past 11 at night. <laughs> which the, like, the bartender thought was a bit weird and then we found out that one of the people around the table was lactose intolerant so then he bought, <laughs> and bought them something, else, something else instead um, and and that ended when, when he bought us 25 bottles of mineral water and we got told to get out of the pub <laughs> um, and then my final story is um, I, I've got a friend called, called Dom who sometimes listens to this you know, he has, nothing, has no idea about football um, and he, very true <laughs> Um, and he is the sort of person that you like to be friends with because he's easy to wind up. And I don't mean that in a horrible way at all. Loved him to, bit, to bits, but he is very easy to wind up. You've just lost um, us literally one of our own. One listener, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he, he got a job in the local Chinese takeaway delivery driver soon after I had had that job. Um, and I noticed that the brake light was out on the back of his car. Uh, and I said, oh, Dom, if you're going around delivering takeaways with the brake and the police will stop you and that is a that's like that, that that's probably a prison sentence having, having a brake light out uh, and then he quit the job as a delivery driver uh, because he was too worried about in case the police oh. caught him that brake light <laughs> oh you're just a bully adam <laughs> yeah, let's look at that chris again eh how about that uh i, I, I think something i don't think chris appears anywhere in my stories today oh really not trying hard enough I'll try, I'll try to find a place for him to go somewhere. Corner of the field. <laughs> <laughs> so man doesn't actually concern any involvement with the police, but it, it was a time when I thought I was going to get involved with the police. I, th- I think I was about 13 at the time, and we was having trouble with our Wi-Fi, so my dad um, rang the internet provider. And then he thought it'd be funny to tell me that the, the internet provider had said that they had cancelled our access because... In their words, someone had constantly been watching smut on the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I asked anyone to own up to it and said he was calling the police if no one owned up. Um, so I spent the rest of that day worrying quite a lot that I was going to get arrested. <laughs> it turns out he was, he was just taking the piss, but I was quite worried nonetheless. Not like that. No, because it wasn't it oh. me, obviously. I don't want oh, Of course. Um, every time... I go to an airport. I get I get stopped by the police, and get separately pulled aside and security checked on my own. And it's because my name flags up on the system. Why so I don't know. I I feel like I, I'm I'm starting to get a bit offended by it. But it's it's not every single time I go on the on a, like, to the airport. But I'd I'd say pretty much about probably sixty percent of the time. And it's getting a bit frustrating now. And apparently, I asked one of the guys about it. I said, this is happening to me quite a lot now. And he went, oh, yeah, your name's flagged up. It's got like a flag on the system. And I said, well, why? Does it... I thought that happens to like terrorists and stuff. And he was like, he said, well, you have got an interesting name. Where's it from? I said, Italy. He said, well, you might have mafia descendants or something. And I was thinking, yeah, but what's, what's this got to do with me? 
why am I getting pulled up? So yeah, that's that's my involvement with the police. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm essentially on terrorist watch. Can you tell us about the uh, last time it happened, Dan? So the last time it happened, I was on my way to Barcelona, I believe. Yeah. This with Alex. And this was with Alex. Yeah. We went into the into the airport, and every, everyone went through the normal security checks and stuff like that. And then afterwards, it, it's, it's when you're doing your boarding passes and stuff like that. Mm. And then they say, oh, can you come to the side, please? And for they say randomly. So it's just you and Alex. So Alex is left on a room and you go with this. Geezer. No, it's, it, like they just pull you to the side in front of everyone. It's, it's, it's quite degraded. It's almost oh, as if okay. like, oh, who's this guy? And everyone's looking at me on the plane journey for the rest of the thing. Like, oh, God, like, what's this guy going to do? No, I'm just like, let's, let's be honest. What am I going to do? I'm going to stick my headphones in and listen to some Paolo Nutini. I'm not going to put a bomb on, am I? I'm not going to let a bomb off. What's what, what's going on? Like, <laughs> I mean, look, quite yeah, quite. I wanted a little last request. This week, Piers Morgan broke Ofcom record complaints when he stated he didn't believe a word of the Meghan Markle interview with Oprah Winfrey. 57,000 complaints have been registered about the former GMB host's comments, 12,600 more than those over a race row on Celebrity Big Brother in 2007. Also, James Milner matched Peter Crouch's record for substitute appearances in the Premier League when he came off the bench against Wolves at Molyneux. It was the former England international's 158th appearance from the bench. So, lads, have you got any unwanted records or broken any records at all. So with my records, um, I've got two best attitude trophies proudly on display in my bedroom. They're not really anything to boast about either, but they occupy half of the trophies I obtained at school. So I still proudly present them. How did you get them? On top of my wardrobe. Because uh, I had the best attitude, mate. You know, I'd uh, <laughs> go around and... <laughs> I'd go around and put the cones out before training at football or pick the bibs up and dish them out. You know, just the small things that go further. So it's basically teacher's pet, isn't it? Best attitude. It's yeah. it's who can uh, get away with doing the most chores to get yourself a little tacky trophy at the end of it. But it was a tacky trophy that I wanted. So I did all those things. Uh, the other thing I've got is I think I still hold a maths times tables record at my primary school. We had a 12 by 12 grid with numbers obviously one to 12 written at the sides and not the top. And you had to do the sums for each of them. And I think I did it in something like two minutes 36, but that was a record at the time. It was obviously the first year they'd ever done it, which is why I got the record. <laughs> but uh, I think it's still there today. But when when Jess left, my sister, who's a couple of years younger than me, that was that was still a record. So I'm claiming that. I, I've got I've got a couple, but none of them are factual. Pretty much. <laughs> you just made them up. But, uh, no, I've just, well... My first record is, I'm not sure there's anyone who consumed more megabytes between 2007 <laughs> and 2020 than myself. Surely no one did that. And then uh, a slightly more positive one. Again, I don't know if it's factual or not. But I'm sure I smashed the record for the furthest goal scored on Patchinson Primary School field. I scored a goal against Deasonson Primary School from my own half, and it even earned me the nickname. Blabby Alonso. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. How many megabytes do you actually reckon that you ate, Ollie? In that I was time? just going to say, do you reckon you ever went a full week and had one every night? Oh, no, 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 I didn't do that. I maybe, I maybe had kebab centre one day of the week between between that gap. No, no, I, mm. that. I definitely did not do that. I reckon in the last year, there was probably a time when megabytes 
there was probably a week when Megabytes came to the house um, every night of the week with, with the other people taken into account as well. Mm. And I thought that that wasn't me and Cameron at this point. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> no, because you usually walked and whereas I got it delivered. <laughs> <laughs> you live out the corner. <laughs> Dan, did you ever have a Megabytes? Yeah, um, I had a, a couple when I think me and Ollie, I think it was me and Ollie. We stayed back. You, you didn't know it. You just said it's probably him. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Blabby. We uh, we stayed back. <laughs> That's sticking though. Um, we, we stayed back and watched the match. I think I had garlic chips, kebab meat, and full whack and what have you. But uh, yeah, I had a few megabytes. After, um, I'll tell you what I had one as well after the awards evening. We need to all, at one point, have a... Oh, actually, I don't know if it's gluten-free. Probably not, is it? But anyway, I will risk it. I will. I would risk it just to have one last megabytes reviews. Well, you never know. Like we've got to all meet up in Boyle one time and have a megabytes. That's that's a must. Um, I mean, it's I a think... bit more right, of an effort for them three than it is for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly, bro. Oh, what would be the Enough. equivalent in Sheffield? Oh, oh. Um, well, I put a photo in, didn't I? Of, of top capi which is a uh, which is probably the equivalent of megabytes it's not it's not as cheap i want it but it's 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 probably the closest to taste that that i can i can but if i don't really have that many or don't try that many takeaways to be honest to uh, test it out in workshop but yeah that's the one that i would normally go to there's also a decent chippy as well which is quite similar to the uh, um to best buys which is which was near our house as well but i only ever got palmos from there and they don't do palmos in workshop, unfortunately. What'd you get instead then? Um, well, if I go to Chippy, I'll, I will just get fish and chips or something along those lines. Um, but anything else like pizza or yeah, kebab or whatever, then I'll go to uh, to Top Cafe. I have thought of a record that I probably I probably still hold. I know it was at the time, um, but I was uh, well. I guess it's I conceded the least amount of goals in a season at school, but. But I, but it was none. So I'm guessing I was the first person to, and probably still I'm the first person to not concede a goal in in through a uh, through a entire season, not just league season, entire cup as well. Um, but we didn't do that well the year after. That was when I was in year five at school, um, when we actually had some good good year sixes. Whereas and then uh, our year fives, we probably had two or three good players, um, including me. <laughs> so uh, so the yeah, the year after was a bit of a. I was going to say shit show again. Probably can't say shit show twice, can I? In one episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, the F5s that we had that went into year six weren't that good, other than probably like two or three people. So yeah, I'm quite. I was quite happy with that record actually. I reckon I've thought of a record that I probably have, and I think it could be the squeakiest voice on TU Extra, like the highest pitched <laughs> voice when I got angry. I all, always <laughs> got very excited and high-pitched, and the more angry I got, the higher-pitched I get. And also probably the most O's held on a no. That might be another one. <laughs> you, are, you are Gary Neville. That's, that's how I could describe you. So you've got the same facial hair. That's just not a good thing, though, is it? I think it's so much done. Thanks. I guess. Yeah, Gary Neville's facial hair suits you. Gary Neville's facial hair. <laughs> I never thought I'd ever say that. Oh, we've the title, aren't we? Yeah, that's a Twitter bio <laughs> if I ever heard one. <laughs> tweet. Mine's um, a bit like Cam, just a complete opposite, in that I once was in goal for 23 nil defeat in my Sunday league days. 
Um, we lost we, we, we lost every game that season, and our goal difference was into three figures negatives. Um, <clears throat> not yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, but I've and actually I've got one that's a bit like yours Dan, as well with the longest with the most amount of O's on the end of a no. It's vaguely, vaguely, vaguely related. But um, I, when I um, played saxophone in um, there, was a, there, was a, there was a gig in Donington called Music in the Park, which I mentioned the other week, I think actually. Um, and basically, we do an instrumental version of the song "Feeling Good," which I'm sure you're all familiar with. We do it instrumentally because our vocalists can't sing, and at the end, we had to try and think of a neat way of ending the song. Um, and how we decided to do it was I would play a really long high note on saxophone, and then the other instruments would carry on for perhaps eight or sixteen more bars. Um, and what they did would d- deliberately they would elongate that for as long as possible to try and make me run out of breath and um, it was obviously really funny especially when you're in front of a crowd and obviously that's yeah it's really funny um <laughs> but um <laughs> but but this gig that 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 gap that they created was so long but i managed to keep this note held for it must have been 40 seconds i would say and the only reason why, why this story is funny is because then the guitarist dom who i mentioned earlier then said on his microphone to everybody can you hold your breath for that long? <laughs> it's quite a weird, a weird question, I think, to ask an audience of a couple of hundred people, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Did anyone try? <laughs> Not there and then. I didn't. I didn't see anyone. I didn't see like people collapsing or anything. It was really hot as well, and that made it even more. Like when I when I then breathed again, I did feel like I was about to faint. I've got one more as well for records, but this is not really a record. It's just I got, I once got stung twice by the same bee. <laughs> <laughs> Which is meant to not 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 be possible because bees can only sting once and they die. But I've been stung twice by the same bee. That's uh, so. There's one for you to think about. Where did it sting you? Top of my left shoulder. Twice in the same place. Oh. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how long was the time between these two stings? Five seconds. Well, I well I didn't know I'd been stung. So I ha- I think I was I think I was going on a walk somewhere. This is maybe perhaps ten years ago. And I had uh, a T-shirt because it, it was a hot summer day and then I had a rucksack on as well. And I felt this sort of irritable, scratchy pain on my left shoulder. I didn't know what it was. I just presumed it was the bag strap. So I took my bag off and that made it worse. So I sort of pulled the shoulder up the top of my arm. And this, it, it was definitely a bee. It wasn't a wasp or a horn or anything. This little bee just sort of went bzzz, and then just collapsed and then just fell to the floor. And I, I, I looked and I had two huge, swelly, lumps and stings both of them little red circle on the top where it's obviously in, inserted it's poison well so i got stung twice by the same bee and it's pretty cool right well it's not cool but it's, mm. it's definitely not cool i thought the right word but it's um different isn't it that story unique so what you're telling us is you killed a bee i mean it, yeah i did but i but i take pride in that fact <laughs> <laughs> So last Friday was Red Nose Day, and this year it was the start of a new era, do you know? As the 2021 Red Noses, for the first time, were plastic, and there's more, the new Red Nose is made from Bagasi, a natural byproduct of sugarcane chosen for its widely celebrated sustainable qualities. It took 18 months to develop, following extensive research and testing into suitable plastic-free alternative materials. In keeping with the environmentally friendly theme, the noses are available in 10 different characters representing the great outdoors, um, including a squirrel, fox, badger and more. 
So along the same lines, uh, can you tell me about a time that has left you feeling really embarrassed or red in the face? It doesn't have to have happened good. to you. I did not get the link at all until the last sentence yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, go, I'll go first. I don't think mine's particularly strong. I, I, there's, don't get me wrong, there's plenty, there's plenty of times where I felt embarrassed, but I didn't think any of them, the ones that came to mind, whether with that that good really the only one i could think of was actually one i thought about five minutes before we started recording and um and basically it it's um i was about 14 14 15 and and then i was just playing a sunday league game i, I don't know how to describe it you all know what a sunday league game looks like um so <laughs> I've, I've, I've completely lost my train of thought that what i was gonna say but yeah no i was just in goal and the ball i'm just trying to picture it now the ball just sort of came towards me it wasn't at any speed or anything and I was inside box I could pick it up there was no one near me and I don't know why I just thought I'm just gonna make sure everyone knows it's mine and I shot with keepers and um <laughs> and being 14 or 15 years old um my voice hadn't fully developed it to it's not fully developed now and um and I let off quite a big squeal of, of keepers, and, and to replicate that, it. Yeah, I've not, I, I've, I've, I've definitely not replicated it. Um, um, uh, we'll all, we will not speak for the rest of the podcast unless you replicate this. Do well, it. I, I don't really want to because the the minute in the next room, my brother's with his girlfriend. So if I shout keepers really loud, that's not going to give a good impression of me. Is it? <laughs> um, so I will not be repeating it. But I'm sure you can you can imagine Just it. Shout- they just shout, he's a keepers. <laughs> uh, but what, what made it worse to me was that uh, one of my mates at the time, he was playing a centre-half, and obviously he, he felt the uh, the brunt of the squeal. And uh, and there was, there was quite a few parents watching, and obviously everyone heard it. But as it after it happened, there was just a moment of silence where everyone was like, what is that just come from his mouth? And and then my mate, who was playing centre half, closest person to me, just starts full on laughing, like you know, like proper exaggerated sarcastic laugh. And and that's as loud as the squeal, but he obviously he's just he's just laughing, and that's what made it embarrassing for me because like I feel like I could just sort of pretended it wasn't me at that point, even though I, I shout with keepers and it obviously wasn't going to be the other keeper. But what, but what made it worse was mate just absolutely pissing himself like with laughter to the point where he probably could have started rolling around on the floor laughing and then I had to go and send the ball at the other end and, and even I even knew the referee as well in that game because he was someone that I used to play snooker with as well at the time so uh, yeah not a not a, uh, a nice moment but come on Zach, you, 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 please come on, please shout it now I'm not yeah. shouting keepers <laughs> I'm not shouting keepers <laughs> I refuse I don't think my voice can get that eye anyway, to be honest. Anyway. Go and you try oh, it. Try no, it. No, I'm not trying. <laughs> Dan, Dan, you do it. You're the one with eye voice. I've got the Yorkshire accent. Keep it! Keep it! Keep it! <laughs> the first one, your voice went deeper. <laughs> 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 but uh, anyway, moving on. Just the other day, I was, I was at work, and as, as part of my job, I have to like put the interviewees through on the phone to the presenter. Anyway, so it was someone like from Public Health England. So it was a pretty important person and a pretty important interview. So before I put them through, I need to ask them a couple of questions first. So I just say, just to double check, you've got no radio on in the background and you're not on speakerphone. Otherwise, there's interference. So then he replied, no, I'm just here on my 
here on my phone in a quiet room with nothing on. And I said, perfect. That's just how we like you. <laughs> and I, I don't know why I said it. But I just went bright red immediately. And I was just like, what have I just said? And then it just went, it just went really quiet. I just went, I'll pop you on the line. <laughs> and honestly, I died. I really did die. And on a, on a side note, I had an interesting conversation with Warwick the other day. He, um, I had to get him up because uh, on the, well, it'll, it'll have opened yesterday by the time the podcast comes out. But the Riverside's open as a vaccination centre. We were talking to, to him about that. And basically, we got him on, on the phone just to speak about it. And he, I rang him up. And he went, hey, up, son. I was like, hey, hey, Neil, are you okay? And he went, yeah. I'm just, he was due to go on in literally like within the, a minute and a half. And then he went, I'm just about to uh, dry my hair. Please can, you, please, can you give me a call back after? And I went, I said, oh, Neil, you're due to go on in, um, in, in, a, in less than two minutes. Is it possible if we keep you on the line? And then he went, oh, let us just dry my hair. I said, you haven't got enough anyway. <laughs> I said, it won't take you two minutes. And he went, you're right there, son. You're right there. Keep us on the line. And then I just heard his hair dryer going up. <laughs> and then I went, are you finished, Neil? And he went, hey, son, I'm finished. Wait, so is, is there a chance here that Neil Warner could just go out of the showroom and was there in a towel? <laughs> yes, just, just as he likes them, eh? <laughs> it's a different sort of hair dryer treatment to Sir Alex Ferguson, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, my story actually linked to the, um, the BBC as well. Uh, I remember... I think a few of you were here for this one. It was the BBC shop there, I think it was. Mm. And we were sat in a, uh, a lecture about... <laughs> I know exactly what you're about to say. <laughs> we were sat in a lecture about Facebook Live and um, man leading the session. I can't remember who he was, but I know he was verified Mark. on Twitter. Mark, Mark something. Um, that one his name, I just can't remember his last name. Um, he was showing us how to set up Facebook Lives and he set one up and he us to join so we all joined and I didn't realise that me joining Facebook live would notify my friends on Facebook that I was that I was in that live. <laughs> so one of my best mates from back here would be funny to write my name in the comments along with an inappropriate message which I don't think I should repeat on the, um, the podcast. Oh, I think no, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm blank it out. It's a jolly good at <laughs> keep that in that's finished um, that's a title that I mean, I'm, I'm just glad he didn't actually know who I was because it would have been a lot worse than, like one of the lecturers <laughs> during the session and it just didn't said, he pick up on it he made reference did he yeah he did but he wanted to know if you or Adam or whoever else was there I mean I, I was quite red at the time so he probably did know it was me <laughs> um I have got an embarrassing story for someone else, to be fair. I mean, this was when I played football for Wivensey, and during a training session, one of our players um, randomly ran off, and we, we didn't know why he'd run off until we looked at the back of him and saw that he had shit dripping <laughs> on his shorts. And it, <laughs> it really didn't help that he had white Manchester United shorts on, so the shit was literally <laughs> staying oh, through oh, the back oh, of the oh. shorts. As he was running off behind the oh. to try and sort it out. That's an embarrassing yeah, yeah. yeah, that reminds me of another story. There was when I was doing the uh, 10k in Middlesbrough, I'd only ever before that I'd only ever ran about six or seven k. I'd never done the full only. distance before. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, yeah, so only ever ran six or seven K. And then the last three, I was really flagging. Uh, I could feel the kind of um, stuff building up in my gut as if it was going to fall out the top. And as we turned... Oh, gotta, what was building up? Yeah, like, stuff is not stuff. enough. <laughs> <laughs> like food that I'd consumed earlier. Right, okay. Uh, and as we went down the home straight, which is Hall Drive, I don't know if you know it, um, and then there's a like a 200 meter sprint towards the finish line. I just remember turning and thinking, oh no. And then the railings on the far side, I think it's the loudest I've ever shouted move, <laughs> just <laughs> hurled over the side of these railings. Thankfully, the move shout had done something and the, it was like Moses part in the Red Sea and everyone yeah. just kind of went either side as this vomit <laughs> hurled over the side of the fence and then wiped it with my mouth and then sprinted the last 200 metres towards the fence saw. And then come stood there in the middle. Keepers! <laughs> 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 I thought it was Moses part in the Yellow Sea as well. <laughs> I, I don't think there was enough to constitute a body of water, thankfully, but um, it certainly wasn't a pleasant experience. Uh, I've got a few others as well. So uh, both linked to Macmillan and, in fact, Red Nose Day itself. So, Dan, I don't know if you remember this, but our school never properly did non-uniform day. It, no. You either did half, so you either did top half, in which case you didn't have to take your tie, shirt or blazer. You could just wear a T-shirt. Or you could wear the bottom with, half. With, with, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not just that. <laughs> Let me finish. Or you could change the bottom half and you could change your trousers and uh, smart shoes for some trainers, socks and some oh, yeah. shorts. Now, of course, no one ever went for the second option. I mean, who would? It's ludicrous to swap your trousers for some shorts, uh, socks and uh, and, a sh- and, a, and a pair of shoes. That's, yeah. <laughs> And a pair of shoes. At least that's what I told myself before my mum convinced me that no, it's red nose. It'd be way funnier to uh, swap your bottom half rather than your top half. And as I walked through the gates in horror that I was the only one that day <laughs> to have exchanged my trousers for oh, the full dear. bottom half of a burrow kit, in which case I'd gone oh, for God. shorts, high socks, <laughs> and tr- not quite football boots or shin pads, but I had put some uh, T90 trainers on the bottom half, and I have yeah. never been more mortified or red in the Literally. face than having to sit through a, a maths class. Um, geography and the worst thing was at the end of the day we had a PE lesson so I had to take it all off to put the proper kit on and then take it all back on when people were just quickly putting a t-shirt on I had to then take PE kit off to put another PE kit back on. Brian Robson would be proud. He would be I wasn't proud. Uh, The final story from my being mortified at Matt Millen was um, I was a year younger than a group of lads who used to keep calling me Ross because apparently I looked like the older <laughs> lad in the division above. And uh, Dan was uh, one of the lads who used to call me Ross. Yeah. And I used to hate bumping into them for five, sorry, four years yeah. when they left. I was terrified to bump into them in case they just started shouting Ross from anywhere on campus. And Dan was one of the main instigators in this. He used yeah, to bully I, me for four years before. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Bullies, bullies, harsh. Bullies, harsh. You did not for me. You not on my end. Admit, you must admit, you looked a double of him. You really did. Yeah, it was all quite right. scary. <laughs> doesn't mean that I liked it. You make me feel awful, though. <laughs> you put you know, Adam and Dan at the same group here, can't you? Yeah, you can. Being bullies at school. Yeah, give it <laughs> All right, I'll make you feel a bit better. I've got, I've got one more story. Go on then. Right. So, um. Basically, it was my 
chance to be ball boy for Borough. My one and only chance. And I was in America, actually, at the time. And uh, long story short, we, we got offered a holiday in exchange uh, if we stayed another day, another night, sorry, in America and did the flight the next day, we got offered a free holiday. But it, I was doing ball boy the next day, so I would have missed it. So anyway, I pissed up my mum and dad and said, listen, I really want to go home now. So we went home anyway, and we didn't get the free holiday. But So we were doing well under Mowbray at the time, and it was a pretty packed out Riverside, cold Tuesday night. And I sat on a little seat right next to Mowbray. Um, in front you know when you of, said long story short? Yeah, I'll, I'll get in there, I'll get there, I promise. <laughs> so anyway, sat next to Mowbray on this little seat, and the ball comes towards me, and I think it was Mustafa Cariol who was asking for it. Um, anyway, as I got up, my joggers got caught on the seat, so and they pulled them down. So essentially, the whole of the West stands. <laughs> <laughs> and all I heard behind me, and I knew what had happened, but I didn't want to acknowledge it. But all I heard behind me was loads of laughing and like a few people going, "Way!" Oh, how old were you? I was probably. I don't know how old was him. Probably about fourteen. Thinking about it. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I was quite old for a ball boy, really, as well at fourteen. Yeah, bit. Oh, it's bit. Honestly, it was really traumatic. But <laughs> I think they'll have forgot by now. I think. Oh. I've got, I've got a few, which uh, will reinstate the whole. I'm a, I was a bully at school narrative, which you've got. We had a I had a design teacher called Mrs. Danes, and it was her birthday one day. And I, I don't know why she did this, because it was only going to cause trouble. She went, oh, everyone, guess how old I am. So everybody in the group sort of guessed maybe, I, I don't think anyone guessed younger than 30. And I went, oh, maybe, I don't know, early 40s. Uh, she was 27, so that wasn't very good, me, to be honest. <laughs> really, really bad, yeah. Um, uh, then, and then the following year, this has got nothing to do with being, thankfully, that's all my... <laughs> bullying days in the past. <laughs> Probably there wasn't a bully, but um, uh, and then about a year later, this was this was this was the birth essentially of Adam Shed. To, as this was, but we weren't we weren't called that then. What we what the members' names were were Dom, Rob, Adam, George, and Sam. Right, and I thought we we can't think of a name. And the performance at the end of the year, and there's like a school concert end of the year, was about three or four days away. So I said, oh, it'd be quite cool being me if we if we had an acronym of our of our initials of our first names so we went for so it's d-r-a-g-s now i didn't really appreciate that drags might have a different interpretation <laughs> <laughs> and that in itself is quite bad i understand that because then when we said oh yeah we're called drag one of the teachers said what are you all gonna dress up as women <laughs> and then it sort of clicked <laughs> what, what was going on and um, but then uh dom who was at that point a singer got a bit nervous should we say it's the first time I mentioned him tonight bless him um, partly because it was he never really sang to a group before and it would have been about 200 people in the room so I completely understand so he drafted someone in called Ross uh, now the thing with Ross is that for A he couldn't sing that was that was really important he really couldn't sing and also it messed up the acronym so so what we did rather stupidly was because his name was began with an R we just put another R in so it became D-R-R-A-G-S so when we got introduced, it was drag. It sounds even more like a drag thing. I want that. Is drags. And then, and then, just to top it off, he forgot the words for the second verse. It was Stevie Wonder Superstition was our song. He forgot the words, and rather than just singing the first verse again and not making a fuss about it, 
he turned to me and went, Adam, shit, I forgot the words. What do I do? Just sing the first verse again, Ross. I thought I could fuss about it. But he didn't realise, if you imagine that me holding my mic is, is that much, rather than just turning around like that, he turned around like that. So he oh. said that into the mic. Oh. <laughs> the food. And so I just started laughing, and then the whole song was ruined. <laughs> Rags. <laughs> so it wasn't very, it's amazing the band's still together, really, isn't it? <laughs> And then, and then also just because we were all there, remember when I reversed my car into my dad's car? That was quite funny, yes. wasn't it? Yeah, and, and then claimed to was remain adamant for the rest of the night that you hadn't. No, that's the first time I've actually heard you admit that. I know. I know, I know, you're right. It was I'm so obvious time. and you went, I didn't do it. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. They were like, I was Adam, so embarrassed. I just literally. thought, I'm just going to... I'd be so ignorant just for that. Oh, that has not happened. It's not happened. I'm not in my dad's car. It's a company car. Thankfully, got rid of it maybe four months later. So it didn't matter. But I, I, I will accept on the record, on literally in front of all of you, I reversed into my dad's car. Okay. <laughs> After he'd waited an hour and a half to save you that spot. Yeah, but... To be fair, every, every time we went to a Tuesday night game in Nottingham for Borough or for Notts, we were always really heavily delayed by something. <laughs> but we all oh, left. We were so far I remember that hands. Forest game, the weather on the way there was oh. awful. That's a stop, yeah. It's actually thinking of the story as well, just because I think we've got time, yeah. Um, I basically really struggle to ride a bike, um, which is a code, code, like code name for I can't ride a bike. Um, so when I was about nine, my dad tried to teach me. And we went to this little path which is at the bottom of the village it's near a, a train that starts underneath the road next to some like, like a train track so it's just a, it's a small path you, you can't go through it because you can't cross the train track so you can't go anywhere so there's never anyone on it so like, oh, this will be perfect so he held the back of my saddle and i thought he still was little did i know that he'd, that he'd let go i veered right couldn't stop and went into this big dip which in itself is pretty bad it was knee high in nettles so I was completely covered in nettles. Um, I had nettle oh, rash I'll... literally from head to toe. <laughs> it was summer's day. I had short sleeves and shorts on as well. Um, so I had to be savloned up when I got home, essentially, which, um, I mean, the smell of a little bit of savlon is not nice. So a whole tube, it really isn't, isn't a nice, nice smell. <laughs> but yeah, it was, that, that, that wasn't a nice evening and I haven't rode a bike, I don't think, since. Because you can't. <laughs> Partly because I can't. <laughs> So for this week's feature lads, I thought we'd play a game of categories. Now, you may have noticed it's International Break Week. Sorry to uh, have told you that if you haven't realised already. So no Premier League action for the next two weekends. And so we've got an international themed game of categories. And what you've got to do if you can't remember or you've forgotten how to play is I willed out a category and then there are a number of correct answers but in the first one there are 78 in the second there are 55 and in the last one there are 26 and what i'd like you to do is give me a correct answer i'll then mark it off and then it will move around in turns until someone oh, gives okay. an incorrect answer and then they're out and we'll move on to the next category and each round you'll eliminate a further player until mm. two left in the last one so to simplify for me, I just need to answer the question and get it, try and get it right. Yeah, yep. basically. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Sound, yeah. Okay, I don't, we're not going to set a timer initially, but if it starts going on too long, I'll introduce a time limit. Okay, so the first category is English Premier League goal scorers this season. There are 78 in this category. 
Ollie, I'd like you to go first, then Adam, then Cam, then Dan. Does that all make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not yeah. happy about this. No, I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, would you like to give me an English Premier League goal scorer from this season? Um, Harry Kane. Is correct. Adam. Mason Mount. Is correct. Don't pause like that. I just need to find <laughs> it in the list and then strike through it. That's all. Cam. Uh, Jamie Vardy. <gasps> is correct. <laughs> that did not be worried. That, that was quite good. <laughs> Dan. Patrick Bamford. Correct. Ooh. You uh, need to Ollie keep what? telling me. Go on then. Ollie. Ollie what? Sorry, it was you. I was just, I didn't realise if you realised it was going back round, but obviously. Ollie Watkins. <laughs> God, I hate this. All right. James Ward Prowse. Oh. He's gone for it. It's right. I haven't spelled it correctly on my sheet. It says James Ward Prost, but um, <laughs> it is right. So wrong, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Danny Ings. Yes. Yeah, Danny Ings. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Grealish. Correct. Well, can I have a, uh, what happens if someone says the same one as what sort of you get? Said? You get to go again. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Jesse Lingard. Correct. Marcus Rashford. Correct. Um. Oh God. Uh, oh, Mason Greenwood. Oh, don't, don't, Sam. Please it's don't. It's correct. Bill Forden. Correct. Is it my go? It is. Uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin. Oh. Correct. I mean, you're saying really obvious ones, and my head's gone to Craig Dawson, but it'll do, I think. <laughs> it will, correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, Billy Sharp. Correct. Oh, to me, is it? Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm starting to get niche now. Uh, too early, I think. Um, uh, I'll go with Nathan Redmond. I think he's gone. Correct. Um, James Madison, have you been said yet? He hasn't, and he's right. Chai Adams. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Incorrect, I'm afraid. No way. He just got oh. called to Scotland squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, I'll oh, I'll go I I'll go through what you could have had, and there are uh, uh, there is a long list. Here we go: Abraham, Alexander Arnold, Antonio, Ashley Barnes, Barkley, Bartley, Bogle, Bowen, Brian, Cahill, Carroll, Chilwell, Cody, Dan, Dunk, Eze, Fredericks, Furlong, Gallagher, Gale, Grant, Harrison, 
Harvey Barnes, Horse, Henderson, Holgate, Harvey Hudson, Odoi, James Johnson, Jones, Justin, Keane, Consul, Alana, Lamptey, Lascelles, Loftus, Sheet, Luckman, Lawton, Maguire, March, McNeil, Me, Mings, Murphy, Nketiah, Rice, Rod, Rodriguez, Shaw, Shelby, Sterling, Stones, Townsend, <laughs> Walcott, Walker, Wambasaka, Welbeck, Westwood, Willock, and Wilson. Me and Alison, so that's actually just a rematch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's what you could have had, Adam. I'm sorry, but you are eliminated, and we go through right. to the next round. Things that which... I had a feeling, well, I would say Che Adams as well. I had a feeling. I've got a feeling I can, I can picture on his caption on Sky Sports, there's Leland's flag in the corner, but evidently not. Well, he's just been called up, like literally just being called up to mm. the Scotland squad for the first time. I, I took these off the Premier League website today, which, which is why. Okay, so. The next category, there are 55 correct answers. And Adam, I think it's a category you would have loved. Teams in the FIFA World Cup 2022 European qualifiers. Oh, which is basically name teams in, in Europe. Oh. Who's first? Well, we will. Me, yeah, go on, okay. Cal. You can kick us off. Uh, England. <laughs> Safe, correct. Italy. Of course, are uh, correct. Uh, Holland. Yeah. It's confused me because you said Holland and put down as the Netherlands. Oh, but yeah, it's right. I'm a bit worried because... Oh, I'm not going to say, actually, because I don't, I don't know the answer to it, so I don't want to, want to think of it. Um, yeah, I know exactly what you're thinking as well. Scotland. Scotland? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> World Cup 2022 European qualifiers. Spain, down are correct. Yeah. Um, France. France, also right. Uh, Ireland. Ireland, also right. Germany. Germany, of course, are correct. Um, Norway. Yes, we're. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Oh, my head's gone now. Northern Ireland. Yes, Cal. Uh, Sweden. Yes, Dan. Mm, Wales. Wales are there. Sweden. Yes, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Finland. Finland are there. Mm -hmm. Hungary. Oh, I am, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're also right. Uh, Have we had Belgium yet? We haven't. But they are right. Um, Austria. Also correct. Portugal. Ooh, shout. Serbia. Sorry? Serbia. Serbia, correct. Uh, Slovenia. Are there? Czech Republic. Correct. Estonia. Estonia, are there? Did I, wait, wait, did I say Slovenia? I'll say, I'll say the other ones. Slovakia. If I said, if <laughs> Slovakia, I said Slovenia. There, yeah, come. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't reach what I said. <laughs> I think this has descended into a game of let's just name some European countries. It is, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's going to be funny when we run out of European countries. Hmm. Iceland. Iceland, are there? Russia. Russia, of course. 
Turkey. Turkey, yep. <laughs> Let's get a bit of fear in it. <laughs> uh, Lithuania? Lithuania? Yeah, they're there. Armenia. Armenia, also correct. Greece. Greece, of course. Albania? Albania, yep. San Marino. Yes. (laughs) Kosovo. He knew you. Yeah, he's there. Oh dear, oh dear, I'm starting to really struggle. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of teams England have played the proper shit houses. <laughs> Will Will's have been um, said. Other uh... <sighs> I'm going to have to push, I'm afraid, Dan. Um, I am um, that no time of it soon. Disappeared, isn't it? Yes. It's been going on a while, hasn't it, this game? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not loads, mate. Uh, Bolivia. No, no. Bolivia? <laughs> Bolivia? <laughs> I meant to say it. I, I know exactly what I meant to say and it just came up wrong. completely wrong and I know exactly what I wanted to say but it doesn't matter. What did you want to say? It doesn't. I'm gonna give the answer away. Does it? I guess. Yeah, you well, like you're it. out now, Dan. So you may as well give the answer away. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's a current Bulgaria. Yeah. Bulgaria would have been there, but yeah, uh, yeah. Bolivia aren't. Uh, I'll go. Shall I run you through the rest of the teams? I, I had uh, Fair Islands in my back pocket just in yeah, case. Yeah, that would have been right as well. Andorra. Um, yeah, Andorra, Moldova. Azerbaijan, Belarus. Keep naming them. Bosnia. Gibraltar on there. They Azer- are. Is Azerbaijan clusters? Yes. Yeah. Bulgaria, Croatia, Cyprus, Faroe Islands, Israel, Malta. Kazakhstan, Latvia, Liechtenstein, Malta, Moldova, Montenegro, Romania, Switzerland, and Ukraine. Oh, Switzerland? Mm. Oh, Ukraine. Oh, oh, man. Okay. Can I just uh, say something before we start to say a question? You know, when you said uh, English Premier League goal scorers, mm. what, can, you just, can you just define what you meant? Uh, English nationality scored in the Premier League. This season, right. In that case, Chadens is right. He was born in Leicester, and he's in England, and he and he's English. This is yeah, according to the Premier to League website. Scot- yeah, but he qualifies to play through Scotland through through grandparents. He is English, so he's not a bit. I, I, I actually don't mind whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it up with the Premier League website, mate. Not me. They don't seem as English. <laughs> okay, Ollie and Cam mm-hmm. for the trophy, the best attitude trophy. Players in Gareth Southgate's 26-man squad oh. for the World Cup qualifiers this week. Oh, no. Oli sent it me, I think. <laughs> and yeah, Oli just all we were talking about, briefly. <laughs> Who's first? Uh, Oli, it's you to go first. Um, Eric Dyer. That's <laughs> 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 for my first one as well. <laughs> um, uh, Sam Johnston. Is there... Oh. Jesse Lingard is on the list. Jesse Lingard. Nick Pope is there. Um, Kieran Trippier is also there. Harry Maguire 
Whoa, whoa, the correct whoa, answer. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah, of course. Uh, Raheem Sterling. Is there? Reese James. Correct. John Stones. Also correct. Declan Rice. He is there. Mason Mount. Also correct. Luke Shaw. Oh, yeah. Is there 13 left? Halfway through. Uh, Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish. He's not there. Oh, He's injured. Is it? Oh yeah. No. Well done, Ollie. Shall I tell you who else was on the list? Did anyone else have any more? Uh, I was thinking. I was Henderson, but I didn't want to say. Yeah, Henderson, Henderson was there. Phillips was there. Oh, I didn't think of Phillips. Yeah. People that have already been mentioned: Phil Foden, Ward Prowse, Ollie Watkins. Oh. Walker, Saka, Rashford, Mings, Cody, Chilwell, Calvert-Lewin and Jude oh. Bellingham. So what have we learnt this week? Well, Cam refuses to shout keepers in case it puts off his brother in the next room. Azam <laughs> takes pride in killing <laughs> and sex in drag. <laughs> Dan's a descendant of the mafia and Ollie watches smut on the internet. That's it from all of us here on this week's podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Rematch Podcast and subscribe to us on either Spotify or iTunes to be notified first when the next pod drops. Mm-hmm.